0: crack staff, along with our friends at the U.S. Conference of Mayors, the Government Finance Officers Association, have become begun an analysis on the tax bill, and please, let's not call this tax reform, because as I go through some of the critical points that we know, it's very clear it is not tax reform in any way, shape, or form uh, for the average uh, resident of this community, and for that matter for for people throughout this country, also want to say that what ana- what analysis we have is only what has been uh, completed in the last four or five hours, and there's a lot more that that's yet to come which which i'll I'll address. Uh, So, for starters, it is not tax reform. This is uh, a tax change that's going to have a significant adverse impact on our community, our state, and on our country. First point, it is going to create a shift that proportionately there will be greater taxes paid by families and individuals in proportion to the taxes paid by big corporations. We're going to see a shift in the proportion as to who's paying taxes in this country, and it is going to be a greater burden on families and on individual taxpayers. Secondly, there will be an increase in taxes for individuals and families because whatever new benefits are given with uh, deductions or whatever is offset by what the taxpayers are going to lose. Thirdly, it establishes really bad federal policies which continue to basically make the country's economy unfair for ordinary people. And it does this by that shift that I just addressed, and it makes taxation more regressive. It rewards states that are dependent on sales and on property taxes, and it hurts states that are dependent upon income taxes, which are far more progressive. Lastly, and I've provided uh, just two studies, lastly, it continues to mire the state of Wisconsin in a swamp where we are the ones who continue to send more taxes to Washington and get less back no matter how you analyze it in terms of state grants, in terms of uh, entitlement programs, this is going to worsen our situation. So I think it's, it's incumbent that our congressional delegation, that our leaders at the state capitol, that everyone speak up and speak out very clearly that this is unacceptable, to call it a reform is a fraud. And as I said, there will be additional documentation of other things we're concerned about. And that list will include the kinds of tax credits which are so critical in regards to building affordable and low-income housing. We've used those very effectively in the last three or four years. It's one of the two main uh, tools that we have in terms of adding to the housing stock for low income people and we're fearful that that may get lost uh, in the process so that's where we stand uh, about three to four hours after this has been released and I want to just make one uh, one observation Uh, there's been a unified coalition of over a dozen nonprofit and private organizations around what we called SALT, state and local taxes, and, and, and saving uh, those, those state and local taxes as deductions and offsets on the federal income tax. Colection is made up of the US Conference of Mayors, the National League of Cities, the Home Builders, the National Counties Association, the National Governors Association, um, the Realtors Association, and on and on and on. This budget, uh, this tax budget, was supposed to have been uh, released two days ago. And it's undergone some changes over the last 48 hours. Now, we've had one minor victory, and that minor victory is that up to $10,000 that's paid in property taxes will continue to be deducted on the uh, federal income taxes. And for uh, a couple thousand residents here in Madison and more across the state of Wisconsin, that's really important. That victory comes with a very cynical attitude in terms of the drafters of this bill. What they're trying to do is split our coalition. They're trying to split the high property tax states away from the high income and high sales tax states. Now, Wisconsin is kind of interesting because we fall into both categories in terms of our property tax In terms of our income tax. But I can say that we are going to hold together because there is a principle that that, which we are unwavering. And that has to do with the points that I made earlier the points that this tax bill, and it's going to be a bill, is going to shift the burden from large corporations, over to individual taxpayers and families. And so uh, we're going to be uh, relentless in our opposition. Questions? Did I cover it that thoroughly? So with, um, is that $10,000 for deducting property taxes, is that part of, Right. what the what what salt is saying is that all residential property taxes should be deducted, so what they've done is they've said ten thousand the first ten thousand dollars will still be deducted now here in Madison about seven eight percent of our homeowners uh, are faced with a property tax bill that's that's uh greater than ten thousand dollars, and that'll obviously grow as Uh, property values continue to increase in Madison and Dane County. And I would assume that those numbers are very similar, if not higher, in Dane County uh, as as compared to Madison. But the the point is, even though that is a victory, there are other changes in this tax bill which, uh, again the two points. It shifts the tax burden from large corporations to individuals and families, and in terms of proportion of the taxes collected by the federal government, that proportion worsens uh, as we we move uh, to more and more of the taxes being collected from individuals and families and not from corporations. You know, corporations always wanted to be treated as people. Uh, they got that victory in a Supreme Court decision years and years ago. Uh, but when it comes time to paying taxes, they don't want to be ordinary people like the rest of us. So I think, so the, I think the mayor's conference and the governor's conference, they're, they're kind of in line with what, what you're saying behind this. You know, this yes, season. the organizations it's are. The organizations are. So is, is Governor Walker a part of that? Is Good question. That? I, don't, I don't know. Now, in terms of the mayors, uh, not only is our organization, but there's a long list of mayors, which includes myself, who have made it very clear where we stand on this. I cannot tell you where uh, Governor Governor Walker is on this issue. The National Governors Conference is with us, but that does not necessarily mean that individual governors are. I wanted to piggyback off that question, maybe in a slightly different direction, just picking up the governor and thought on the governor race and the possibility that you might join that race yourself? Um, What I said the other day uh, I'll make a decision after the first of the year and the reason is right now I'm just completely focused on the budget which hopefully will be adopted November 13th and then we go into the usual period which is quiet uh, politically around Thanksgiving to New Year's but I'll make an announcement sometime after the first of the year, and it is most likely that I will announce that I'm a candidate. Um, just to put it, I know a lot of our TV viewers like things just really been watered down in layman's terms. Why should, a lot of our, why should our viewers care about this tax plan? Just kind of a, a simple... To, to take all those four points that I made, to take all those four points and put them into one simple statement, This tax bill is going to shift the taxes to ordinary people. It is going to mean that families and individual taxpayers are going to be paying more money compared to large corporations. That's the shift that's coming. People won't see it until they file their taxes in uh, 2019, which is after the 2018 elections. But it is going to change, and it's going to change for the worse, and once again, the economy is going to be tilted and screwed around with, so that ordinary people suffer. It's rigged, and it's going to get worse. Another question: So today, so as the assembly Republicans announced, you know, this intention to review the state tax system. You know, around this yes. topic of taxes. I mean, talk talk about, mean, about being scary. <laughs> Uh, when, I, when I opened up the paper this morning and saw that the state legislature is now going to take up the tax issue again, uh, my, my reaction was, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. My reaction was, oh, no. Now we're not only fighting this on the national front, but we're going to come back onto the state front and see the same thing happen. I, I have no doubt in my mind. That what their plan is, is to lower the tax burden on businesses and corporations and shift it onto the back of the rest of us. I mean, they've got to do something to pay for the $3.2 billion for Foxconn, which obviously is a tax break for one corporation, and the rest of us are going to be paying for it for 25 years. That is just the tip of the iceberg. So, this goes through as, it's hard to say, I guess, since it's changing, but uh, what happens in terms of city services? This is not so much going to hurt city services as it is to drain wealth out of our community and out of our state, as we have to make up the loss of, of. revenue to the federal government from the cuts that, that the wealthy are going to be getting and that the corporations are going to get. Now, the other part of it that, again, more analysis is needed, is we could end up, because of all of this, with cuts in our block grant program, in our housing programs, cuts in the tax credits that we use for uh, that, that, that we use for low-income housing. It could mean lower quality of services in the areas of health, both uh, mental health as well as substance abuse. So there's a whole bevy of cascading effects because of the mounting, uh, uh, the mounting uh, uh, crisis that will come when there are are less services. Uh, I didn't really want to go into it today, but if you were to talk with some responsible economists about what needs to be done to fix the economy for ordinary people, for those of us who can't fly off to Europe uh, on a moment's notice, for those of us who are paying student loans and paying our mortgages, trying to save save enough money for a uh, for a home or for retirement? What's really crushing us is debt, and it's debt at the government level, and it's personal debt, and our whole economy for those who benefit, is in creating this massive amount of debt. And one of the consequences of this bill is it is going to create enormous debt at the federal level. It will not do it here at the local level because we're not going to be in a capacity to borrow additional money to make up for what we may lose in federal grants. That's that's not going to happen, but that means, tragically, uh, we may not get the growth in our bus system, which is another story from today's papers. We may not get our bus rapid transit. If we can't get the $15 million we need for the garage, if we can't get the federal participation in the purchase of the buses we need for bus rapid transit and of course I've already addressed the question of housing so it won't mean direct city services being cut but it means that the kinds of services in which we have partnerships with the federal government those will have consequences and all the while more debt Okay. Thank you. We'll probably do this again next week when we get more updated reports and, and find out uh, what's going to happen on, on, on some of these specific programs. And if you want to, there's those two reports, so feel free. Thank you.